Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. And thank you so much for listening. You could be listening to any podcast in the world and you're listening to this one and I sincerely appreciate it. So I'll tell you what, man, if you missed last Thursday, I'm so sorry. Yes, there was a podcast episode released last Thursday and you should definitely go listen to that, but that's not what I'm talking about. You missed out. Last Thursday, I did a free live class. It was really like more of a free coaching call And oh my gosh, we had so much fun. It was so incredible. We talked about the different weight loss personalities. I explained my anti-diet method, the specific three-pronged approach that we use, exactly what we do, how we do it, and why it's important. And then my favorite part, I got to meet, talk with, and coach some of you amazing podcast listeners. Honestly, I was blown away and I was so touched at how many of you have lost significant weight just from listening to this podcast (laughs) and taking action. That's key, right? You actually, you listened, but you didn't just listen. You took action with different things that I shared. One lady had lost over 20 pounds. One guy had lost almost 50 pounds. And another lady, sit down, get, get ready. Are you ready for this? She had lost 90 pounds. (laughs) 90 pounds, nine zero, absolutely incredible. Plus, it was just so wonderful to get to connect with her and some of the rest of you and just hear your stories and help you hopefully work through some of your struggles. It was a blast. And I think, I hope it was helpful for some of you who attended as well. It's funny, almost every time I do a live event, someone will say something like, I wasn't sure what you would be like like in real life, like person to person, but you really are exactly the same as you are on the podcast. And I'm like, yep, like (laughs) what you hear is what you get. I'm not playing a role. This isn't a character. This is me. So thank you all so much for coming last Friday, or excuse me, last Thursday, October 27th. If you missed it, I'm so sorry. You definitely missed out. Go back and listen to the episode from last Thursday, though. It was a little bonus episode. But now let's get into today's episode. I'm going to explain one of the biggest and most overlooked things that determines how fast someone loses weight. But first, I want to do an overview of four different things that will impact someone's rate of weight loss. So we're going to talk a lot about just like rate of weight loss, what determines how fast or how slow someone loses weight. And then the big thing I'm going to share is like a really overlooked factor that most people don't take into consideration and how it can almost kind of trick you. But before we get started with that, let's take a moment and just get real. We want to lose weight fast, don't we? I mean, there's a reason you don't see weight loss programs marketed with a headline that says, here's the secret to losing weight slowly. (laughs) No, right? Because that wouldn't sell. People want to lose weight fast. Get it off and be done. I just want to get this weight off and get back to life. Whether they realize it or not, some people view losing weight like in a similar way of like the headache of someone stealing your bank account information. It's like, oh, crap. 
This is the last thing I need in my life right now. I'm already too busy and too stressed, and now I've got to clean up this mess? Are you kidding me? It's going to be a pain in the butt. I'll have to cancel that account, set up a whole new account, and change a bunch of auto-pay stuff online, and then get a new debit or credit card. Ah, It's just going to be a royal pain in my backside. But it has to be done. It's going to suck. So I'll do it, get it done, and then get back to my normal life. Again, I don't think it's a conscious thought, but a lot of people view losing weight in a very similar way. Oh, this is going to be a royal pain in my backside, but it has to be done. I really need to lose some weight. I can't fit into half of my clothes, and I hate the way I look. It's going to suck, but uh, I'll do it. I'll get it done, and then I'll get back to my normal life. The only problem is (laughs) losing weight and actually keeping it off isn't like cleaning up the mess after someone steals your bank account information. It's more like growing a garden. Or if you just hate gardening, and that's a bad example, it's more like learning a foreign language. It's not a one-and-done kind of thing. It's not suck it up, clean up the mess, and you're done. It's ongoing. It's a learning process. You have to practice and maintain and progress often gradually. And it's going, and if, excuse me, if it's going to last, it really never ends. And this is exactly why I think it's so important to approach weight loss differently and as much as possible to make the process fun, to take the pressure off and enjoy the process because then you're not constantly looking for an escape. You begin to actually escape what you need to escape, which is that whole get it done and get back to normal life mentality. So newsflash here, guys, your normal life is what got you where you are. (laughs) So what makes us think that getting back to normal life won't put us right back where we don't want to be? Overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy. Now, I share all of that because I think it's the biggest reason that people want to lose weight fast. Like, that's what this episode's about today, right? How fast we lose weight, our rate of weight loss. And I think all of this contributes. It's one of the biggest reasons that people want to lose weight fast. It's, it's kind of like a cycle, actually, that feeds on itself. When people decide to lose weight, they typically choose some extreme method, some extreme diet or exercise program or both, and they hate it. Imagine that. Like, you mean I've got to change everything in my life and not do anything that I love or gives me joy, like relaxing or, or eating all the foods I normally eat? Imagine that. You hate it, and you're miserable. So, of course, you can't wait to get back to normal life because this new life is zero fun. And because this is their new experience, this is potentially your experience, you want it to be fast. Lose the weight fast so I can be done with this miserable dieting and exercise. But the fact that it's miserable is exactly what makes them, what makes you want to do it fast. It feeds off of itself. I want to do it fast, but that makes me miserable. And because it's miserable, I want this to be really fast. I don't want to get it over with. It's like getting a shot at the doctor, right? Just don't tell me. Just just do it. Do it fast and get it over with. That's how we think of weight loss. But there's another thing. The other thing that comes into play with wanting to lose weight fast is just pure human, human nature, right? Like most of us are impatient. Let's be honest. We get sick of what we're seeing in the mirror or in pictures, and we're like, that's it. That is it. And we want to change, and we want it now. We're fed up. 
and cannot believe we let ourselves get this way. As a dear friend told me one time, he said, oh, he grabbed his love handles and he said, if I could literally just take a butcher knife and cut it off, I would. And he wasn't joking. He wasn't being funny. This was a, this was a serious, somewhat emotional moment. See, here's the thing. Strong emotion is a powerful stimulus for action. It will fire us up to do whatever is necessary. But the problem is strong emotion doesn't last. Life and work and stress and social outings come trickling back in. And that strong emotion fades. It fades away, right? And then before we know it, we're not doing whatever it takes. We're just back to normal. And then we're not making any progress. We quit that diet. That strong emotion only took us so far. We quit that diet or that weight loss program. And we feel defeated. Until the next time that we get sick of what we see in the mirror or none of our clothes fitting or the scale going up, 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 or whatever it might be. And then strong emotion hits again. And here we go on that same cycle again that slings us into some extreme diet because we want to drop weight fast. And then we're miserable, which which makes us want to get back to our normal life, which is exactly what got us here in the first place. And the soul-sucking, self-defeating, lose-weight-fast cycle rolls on and on. (sighs) That's why... (laughs) We intentionally slow things down in my coaching group. Above losing weight fast, don't miss what I just said there. Above losing weight fast, more important than that, one of our biggest goals is to make the process more fun, to make it more enjoyable so that the changes are real and they last and someone can escape that terrible cycle which just breeds the all or nothing mentality, which is crippling. So maybe... That's how you should evaluate your next diet or weight loss program choice. Is this going to make me miserable? Is it possibly going to sling me right back into that terrible cycle that that podcast guy was talking about? Or could this be fun? Is it something that could be enjoyable? Are these changes that I can actually embrace and that will last? And if not, then save yourself. (laughs) Save yourself and don't do it. Keep looking until you find something that answers those questions correctly, until you find something that could be fun and that makes the process more enjoyable and that you can embrace and it will actually last and it won't sling you right back into that terrible cycle. Okay? Now, that was kind of just a bonus. That's that's really not what this episode was about. I kind of went off on a tangent. I'm sorry. I hope it was helpful. Let's get to what I originally planned to discuss today, the factors that influence your rate of weight loss. I'll share the most overlooked one very last, but first, here are the more obvious ones that you might or maybe not, might not be aware of. This is not an exhaustive list by any means, but these are just some of the big ones, okay? So what influences your rate of weight loss? Number one, how strict your new diet is. In other words, how big of a caloric difference there is between what you were doing and what you started. The problem is, here's the thing, if it's a big difference, yeah, you're going to drop weight fast initially, but your body will plateau quickly. And right now you may be like, yes, that's exactly what happens to me almost every freaking time. And this is because your body is freaking out 
it's thinking, oh my gosh, like there's a huge drop in food coming in. We're headed toward possible starvation. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, flip the switches, hit the buttons. This is not good. Shoot cravings up through the roof, shoot appetite through the roof, like downregulate the metabolism. Uh, 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 make, you know, do, do something, make this person eat more because your body's just worried about starving to death. And all it sees is like, uh Oh, we're getting a lot less food now than we were. That's too big of a change. I don't like that. And plus with the, if, if that happens, you'll probably feel miserable as well. So if you started a new diet, you lost a bunch of weight fast and then your body plateaued and you feel kind of miserable and you have a ton of appetite and cravings, your new diet may be too strict, but that is the number one factor they're not the number one. That's the first thing. That's one, one of the factors that can influence your rate of weight loss. Uh, number two, the second thing that can influence your rate of weight loss is what your new diet is composed of. Someone who does a low or very low carb diet like Atkins or keto will lose a lot more weight in the first 10 to 14 days than someone who's still eating carbs. Now, does that mean a low carb diet is better? Not at all. It's just basic science. Less carbs equals more water loss. Not necessarily more fat loss, more water loss. But I got news for you. Here's the thing. It ain't water that you really want to lose. (laughs) It's fat. And you can lose fat eating carbs or cutting carbs out. Either way. The big difference is the change in the water that your body is holding and carrying. And you may think, well, Corey, my body's carrying way too much water. And maybe that's the case. But that, you can... Your body can gradually trickle off and lose some water whether you're eating carbs or not. It's it's just a matter of getting your entire system healthier overall and being more active. So that's second. Next up, the third thing that can influence your rate of weight loss is whether or not you're strength training. Now, this one may surprise some of you because it can actually slow your rate of weight loss. What? Yep. It can slow it down. Here's why. There's two primary reasons. One your body will likely store and hold more glycogen. What? What did Corey just spoke a different language? I'll explain that in just a moment. Your body will likely store and hold more glycogen and water, like I just mentioned earlier, inside the muscles you're working. So if you go and you do a hardcore strength training workout and you really, you know, you really work and tax the muscles in your legs and your chest, whatever, your legs and your chest, then your body goes, whoa, wait a minute, we're not ready for that. We need to be prepared the next time this happens. So any carbohydrates they eat, let's store those as energy inside the muscle. Now, here's the thing. The carbohydrates can't be, and some of you may be thinking, oh, this sounds terrible. This is horrible. This is not a bad thing at all. It will make your muscles stronger. It will give you more energy in the muscles to do your workout. And it can also, over time, give your muscles a tighter, more toned appearance. Because as you store carbohydrates in the muscle, the carbohydrates aren't just little dry packets. They have to be dissolved in water. And so they're dissolved in water, stored in the muscle, and it's almost like filling a water balloon up. Now, if you have a water balloon that doesn't have much water in it, right, then it's kind of saggy and soft, (laughs) which is how a lot of us feel like we look, right? But if you fill the water balloon more full of water, then it has a tighter appearance. It has a tight toned appearance. This is the same with your muscles. So while strength training may seem to slow your weight loss, at least initially, it is still a very, very good thing. This is just a prime example of how just trying to lose weight and trying to force the scales to go down weight loss at all costs is not a recipe for long-term success because strength training can potentially slow that. But 
strength training is amazing and something that I highly recommend. So that's the, that's the first reason that strength training can potentially slow down weight loss. The second reason is that as you strength train, you'll probably gain some muscle over the course of time, which is a really, really amazing thing. So that's the third thing that can influence your rate of weight loss, strength training, which surprisingly can potentially slow it down at least early on and maybe even a little bit over the course of time. Next up, the fourth thing that can influence your rate of weight loss is how consistent you are. Shocker, right? <laughs> your level of adherence to whatever you're doing plays a major role in how fast or how slow you lose weight. Now, it may seem like a no-brainer, but trust me, it is real. From <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've had someone say to me, Man, Corey, I can't figure out why I'm not losing weight. I have been doing this diet XYZ, whatever. I've been doing it perfectly. And then I dig into things and I'm like, dear Lord in heaven, what planet are they living on? Are they serious? They actually think they're doing this? <laughs> like, we are masters at fooling ourselves, at lying to ourselves. Some of us are better at it than others, absolutely. And it really all comes down to two things, to self-awareness and the oh-so-crucial self-honesty. If either of these are missing, then you may be massively fooling yourself. You may think you're doing some diet or some weight loss program perfectly, when in reality, you are way off the mark. I am not saying you're doing this, but, but there's a possibility. And here's the thing. If either of these are missing, you probably won't be aware of it. <laughs> Because you lack the self-awareness to realize that you have no self-awareness or self-honesty. That's the problem. That's the problem with a lack of self-awareness is that typically it takes someone else to see it for you. And then you must be open to receiving it. You must be open to hear it and then take steps to change it. I call that being coachable. That's one of the elements of being coachable. That's one of the things that we talk about inside the group. So, okay, let's bring it all together. I hope all of these were really helpful and insightful, but here's the thing. None of them are what today's episode is all about. So what's one of the biggest things and most overlooked things that determines how fast you lose weight? What else could there be, Corey? We've already talked about how strict your diet is and what your diet's composed of, like how many carbs you're eating and whether or not your what your workouts are like and if you're strength training and how consistent you are. What else is there? It's the overlooked factor. How much you currently way. More specifically, how much weight you have to lose, like how overweight you currently are. Typically, not always, but usually, the more weight you have to lose, the faster you'll lose weight, at least at the beginning. Or at least it will seem that way. Let me explain. See, there are three things that play into this. Number one, often your body's just ready to get rid of at least some of that extra weight. Like our bodies don't mind being overweight, but if we're 75, 100, or, or over 100 pounds overweight, then our body's like, okay, this is, this is bogging us down. Like we're ready to drop some of this. If you'll just do something different, we'll drop some weight. This is, that's not incredibly scientific. It's just I've seen it again and again and again. Usually small changes can result in somewhat dramatic weight loss if someone is significantly overweight. The second thing is that often there's a more significant difference between what you're eating versus what you'll be eating when you start changing your diet. Let me explain. In other words, it takes or it took a lot of calories to get up there. 
And most weight loss plans don't strategically stair-step you down. When I say get up there, I mean if someone is 100 or 120 or 80 or 90 pounds overweight, it didn't just mysteriously happen usually. It, it takes a significant amount of calories. It's kind of basic science, but it takes a significant amount of calories to get up to that weight. And like I said, most weight loss plans don't strategically stair-step you down. They just jump to this, okay, this is what you should be eating, so do it. And then someone who's 75 or 100 pounds overweight could easily go from four or 5,000 calories per day to only 2,500 calories per day. That's chopping your daily food in half. No wonder. Yeah, you're going to lose weight pretty dang quick. It's like I talked about earlier. Then it'll stall out. So from four or 5,000 to 2,500 calories to 2,500 calories per day. Now, on the other hand, someone who's only 20 or 30 pounds overweight, they might normally consume 3,000, 3,300 calories per day, and then they jump on that weight loss plan, and they're getting 2,500. Obviously, it's not as big of a drop. They won't lose as much weight as fast. So that's the second thing that plays into this whole concept of how much weight you have to lose can determine how quickly you lose it. And then the third thing is the one that's kind of tricky and it kind of messes people up. It's simple math. Think about it. If a 190 or 200 pound person loses six pounds, they've lost about 3% of their body weight. And if you're like my dear, wonderful, amazing wife and you're absolutely terrible at math, you can just trust me. Okay. Just, just pay attention. Trust me. The numbers are right. If someone who's 190 or 200 pounds loses six pounds, they've lost about 3% of their body weight. If a 350-pound person loses exactly the same 3% of their body weight, then they've lost 10 and a half pounds. <laughs> so on the surface, it's like, oh my gosh, it seems like the 350-pound person is losing weight so much faster than the 200-pound person. But in reality they're losing weight at roughly the same rate, about 3% of their body weight. So I've shared a whole lot today, but here's the thing I do not want you to miss, please. Your rate of weight loss, how fast you're losing weight, is not and should not be your primary indicator of success. And look, I get it. We, we touched on it earlier, right? We want to lose weight fast. If your goal is to lose weight, it's really awesome and really fun to see that number go down and go down in big chunks. Absolutely. And if you want to have more money, it's really fun to see your bank account go up in big chunks very quickly. But would you rob an armored truck so that you can have a lot of money really fast? No. Why? Because it's not a smart long-term move, right? You're going to wind up in prison with zero money. Now, in much the same way, the very things that will lead to fast weight loss are not the smart long-term move. Not to mention, we need to ask, what exactly are we losing? Okay, you lost 11 pounds in two weeks. Great. How much of that was actual fat? Which is what you really want to lose versus how much was just water. And then the big question, how much of that was precious muscle. How much of that 11-pound weight loss in those two weeks was precious muscle? Muscle that makes you strong, that makes you look fit and toned, muscle that keeps your metabolism high and keeps you healthy for years and years and years to come. If we go back to the bank account analogy, losing significant muscle in your pursuit of weight loss 
is the equivalent of depositing like fake monopoly money at your bank and pretending that it's real money and your account is suddenly thousands of dollars higher. It's 100% not true. Having monopoly money in your bank account is not helpful. It's fake. It's not real. You can't spend it. Losing a bunch of muscle in your pursuit of weight loss is not helpful. It's like fake weight loss. Losing muscle is not the objective. It is not going to give you the appearance or the health that you want. And sadly, it's really, it can be really easy to lose muscle if you go about weight loss too aggressively. And if we're really honest, losing muscle will never lead to what you want. Like I just said, it will not lead to the appearance you want, the body you want, the health that you want, the energy that you want. This is where the term skinny fat comes from. Some of you may be familiar with this. Someone, some of you may not. Skinny fat, that's when someone appears somewhat slender, but yet they don't look toned, fit, or, or athletic. Oftentimes, they may not even look really healthy. They look kind of soft and almost unhealthy, even though they might have lost a good bit of weight, and they're not technically overweight. So, don't steal money to get rich. <laughs> And don't steal muscle from your body just to see the scales go down, just to lose weight. It is a losing proposition. It is not a smart long-term move. Now, let's do a quick review, wrap this up, and put a bow on it. And I'll send you off with a little special uh, two cents. (laughs) Here we go. Number one, the first thing that can determine your rate of weight loss is how strict your new diet is. Number two, what your new diet is composed of. If you have a lot of carbs, or excuse me, if you don't have any carbs at all, you're going to lose weight much faster initially than someone who is eating carbs. But you can lose weight. You can lose body fat. Eating carbs or not eating carbs. Don't fall for the hype. Don't fall for the lies out there. The third thing that can influence your rate of weight loss is whether or not your strength training. Strength training, at least in the short term, can uh, can appear to slow down your rate, your rate of weight loss and even maybe in the long term as you gain muscle. But the most beautiful thing will happen You'll go, man, I've only lost like three pounds this past month, but my clothes are falling off. And man, look at, man, I love what I'm seeing in the mirror. That's a fantastic thing. Strength training is amazing. The fourth thing that can influence your rate of weight loss is how consistent you are. Shocker, right? But you really have to get truly self-aware and self-honest with how you're doing. And sometimes it takes an outside voice, takes an outside person to look in and go, wait, uh, no, you really are doing well. Or "Eh, maybe not. And then the fifth thing, The often overlooked thing, the thing that we miss when it comes to our rate of weight loss is how much you currently weigh. More specifically, how much weight you have left to lose. So here's the thing. If you want to be successful, please don't be too aggressive. As you look for the best weight loss solution, focus on escaping that terrible, self-defeating, gotta-lose-weight-fast cycle that I mentioned earlier. And just ask yourself, here we go. Grab your, pa- grab your pen, grab your pad. Ask yourself these questions when you're considering a new diet or weight loss program or whatever. Is this going to make me miserable? Is it possibly going to sling me right back into that terrible gotta lose weight fast cycle? Or will it be fun? Could it be something that's enjoyable? And are these changes that... I'm learning from this program things that I can embrace and that will last. And if they're not, if you don't get the right answers to these questions, then save yourself time and money and energy and save yourself the emotional defeat. And don't do it. 
keep looking, find something else until you can answer these questions correctly. I hope that was helpful, friends. Always remember, never forget, there's so much more to you than just a number. So don't let the scales dictate your mood or dominate your headspace. You're better than that. You're more than that. And losing weight is awesome, and I love it. And I know you want to lose weight, and I want to help you do that. But losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted to. And that does not come from weight loss at all cost. Don't rob someone. Don't steal money to be rich. Don't go after weight loss too aggressively, or you'll wind up regretting it. You can do it, my friends. I promise you that. I believe in you 100%. This past week's live class and coaching call, man, it it just reinforced it that much more. You guys and gals are amazing. And if I believed you in the past, I believe in you even more now. And even if you don't believe in yourself, it's okay. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. Keep coming back. And we will get you there. Take care, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.